What's your favorite color? Chocolate is my favorite color. Black. And black, and black is beautiful. <laughs> oh my. intro I got going. <laughs> it's so funny because I actually uh, made that video a couple years ago um, and I just stumbled across it when I was going through my uh, Snapchat memories. So I remember I was living in LA, downtown LA to be exact, and I was outside because I was taking my dogs for a walk and this homeless man just approaches me, you know, he was just telling me how pretty I was and telling me that black was beautiful and it just brought so much joy to my heart. It made me smile. I had a long day that day and he just made such an impact on me. And I only talked to him for about five minutes and I never seen him again after that. So I just really thought within, you know, within the climate of today's society you know and everything with the black lives matter movement sometimes you know we always got to remember that black is beautiful because black is beautiful you know that's it that's the message you know that's it nothing else so shout out to my black people out there <laughs> but anyways let's get right into this episode um, I just want to thank each and every one of y'all for tuning in and welcome to another episode of Deviant Behavior. I am your host, Mia Mia. Yes. Um, what I want to talk to y'all about today is basically, I just want to run down on y'all about a time when I had moved to LA for the first time and how excited I was and how happy I was to be in a new city. You know what I'm saying? I was coming from a corny ass fucking a corny ass fucking city in goddamn Kansas. It was slow. It was wet. And I was ready to get the fuck up out of there. Okay. So when I was leaving Kansas, I was also in a uh, a rocky relationship. I want to fucking call it. I don't know what the fuck it was. Was it rocky? Was it bullshit? Uh, who knows? But I was in a motherfucking relationship that I knew that I needed to get out of. And when, you know, I finally got to LA and I realized, you know, I wanted different things from that person. It was time to go. So yeah, I walked out and basically got my own fucking place. Cause I was, I was ready. I was ready for LA. I was ready for whatever it had to offer me. I, I'm all about having fun. I'm all about turning the fuck up and handling business at the same fucking time. So you better guess it. I was working two jobs. I was in full-time school. I was living on my own. I was doing a fucking thing in LA okay I was having such a good fucking time I had uh, met up with some people and got into the kink uh, BDSM world and I'm gonna talk about that in another episode but it was so much going on at the time you know the beaches the parties non-stop parties LA never fucking sleeps it was so many and it was so many surrounding places you know to also go to you know I was in Vegas I was in San Diego I was always in a strip club. I was always at day parties. You know, even during the week I was at parties. I was out, you know, rooftops, beach parties, be, you know, beaches. I was in Long Beach. It was just so many places that I was at and just, you know, having fun. Half of the times I don't even remember, you know, because it was just so much stuff that I had did. And it just, 
every night, every night, <laughs> every night, every day, <laughs> I was just gone. So I want to tell y'all, I want to get a little deep right now, a little steamy, you know, give y'all a little steam and tell y'all about this one girl that I had met in school. So I was going to school in Pasadena and, you know, it was a really rich area and it was a really you know, one of the top schools in LA County. So I just decided to stay, even though it was about 25 minutes away from where I had just moved into. It was just a really good school for me to be at. So I just decided to stay and, you know, continue my education in Pasadena. So I was taking this cultural anthropology class and my homeboy was in the class with me as well. And me and him, were, you know, kind of sitting next to each other every day when we would have class and one day when I had came to class, um, I was late. And by me being late, it was really nowhere for me to sit. So I honestly had just sat anywhere. And when I had sat down and, you know, I started paying attention, my homeboy, he texted me. And, you know, his text message was like, well, nigga, I thought you was going to sit next to the French girl. Because <laughs> that's how he talked. And, you know, I'm like, what French girl? So I look up. And bam, there she go. Just bad as fuck, beautiful, sexy. Oh my gosh, she had a nice body. And she was covered up. And the fact that she was covered up and you could still see how thick she was didn't make any type of fucking sense. This girl was, oh my gosh, she was just so sexy. And I'm looking at her, I'm like, damn, maybe I should have sat next to her. So, you know, throughout class, you know, me and her, we would kind of have conversations because she did kind of sit close to me and my homeboy. Not saying that it was on purpose, but usually when we was in class, she would sit, you know, kind of sit next to us. And we had a group project and she asked me if I wanted to be in the uh, group project with her, just me and her. So I'm like, you know, OK, cool. And usually when me and her would study, you know, and work on our project, we would do it on campus. Um, but it was this one time where she had contacted me and texted me and basically was just like, well, is you think I can come over and we can work on, you know, this project because, you know, the holiday was coming and she wanted to, uh, travel to France for a week, I believe. And she, yeah, it was spring break and... She wanted to go to France for the week. I think that, yeah, she wanted to go for France for the week. So she contacted me and asked me if, you know, we could work on the project early. So I'm like, you know, sure, cool. I send her my address and she finally comes over. And I was basically, you know, watching TV, drinking. I made me a drink and asked her if she wanted a drink. And she said yes. And so I made her a drink. So, you know, during the the whole time she was over there was really working on the project was working on the project a lot but you know there's always signs there signs that you should never ignore when a woman wants you and one of them is that they can't keep their eyes off of you because when i'm telling y'all all she was doing was staring at me every move i made she was just staring at every fucking move that i made it didn't make any sense and I was starting to get a little shy because it was just like, damn, every time I get up, every time I make a move, her eyes is just fixated on me. 
And, you know, I would get up, I'd go to the kitchen. And from the moment I got up and go into the kitchen all the way until I come back and sit down, her eyes were on me. Like, it was just, it was kind of like she was undressing me in a way with her eyes. And I'm not going to lie, I was kind of feeling it, but... You know, I was trying to play it cool, like, you know, because you you never really know what somebody's true intentions is unless they give you the radar radar. (laughs) You know, I would sit down and, you know, I'd go through, flip through the channels on my remote. You know, she's still staring at me, still. And, you know, as we're working on the project, she's getting close to me. And, you know, you know, those French women, you know, they're really, really touchy-feely. So it was a lot of times where it was just like she would touch me. And, you know, the touching was just so unnecessary, but it was necessary for me. And I definitely didn't have a problem with it. And, you know, sometimes it's just after about, you know, one or two hints, it's just like, all right, I'm the type of woman that just be on some shit. Like, if you keep giving me hints, you know, I'm eventually going to confront you. So... You know, after about the third hint of, you know, her flirting with me, you know, doing little things to catch my attention, you know, I just basically just asked her if she liked what she saw in me. And she was just basically like, well, yeah. So, you know, I got closer to her and then, you know, we just, next thing you know, we just started kissing and oh my God. She definitely gave me another definition of french kissing because when i say this girl was just you know so passionate and just so affectionate to the way she touched me you know the way she would pull my hair she pulled my hair so softly and you know just was kissing me and she was kissing me on my neck she was grabbing me by the back of my neck and like i could really tell that this girl really had been wanting to like fuck with me for the longest and you know i was with it all she gave me lit like Pop Smoke say, I'm I'm a slut. Give me lit. I'm with it all. I'm with all of that. So, you know, as we sitting there, we kissing, you know, she stops and she starts taking off her clothes in front of me, like just slowly and, you know, just passionate. And as soon as that, you know, she just got on top of me. Now, mind you, I still had my clothes on. It was really just a dress. But, you know, she had got on top of me, no clothes body was sexy as fuck and you know we just kept kissing so right when we were getting into you know more kissing and we just got deeper and deeper you know she asked me if I had a strap on so I was like yeah I'm like and she's just like you know put it on so I put the strap on on and this girl wastes no time because I put my hands in her pussy and oh my god she was so wet that by the time I put my strap on, she just slid down and just started riding me. And, oh, my God, this girl was just, she was just driving me crazy because it was just like when she was riding me, she was just, she was so loud. And the way she moved her body, it was just so sexy. And she was grabbing onto me, holding onto me. And every time she was about to come, she would just grab on me just so tight and she was even speaking French to me. I had no idea what the fuck she was saying, but I really didn't care because I was so turned on. It was just so hot. We just had a really crazy night for about like three hours, you know. 
She went down on me. I went down on her. We were 69 in each other, you know, and even this, you know, one time when she was fingering me, it just was, she had stuck about like two or three fucking fingers in my pussy. And oh my God, I was going crazy. And then she took one of my toys and I just basically just let her go all in my drawers where my toys was at. And, you know, she just really started going in on me. And it was a really, really, really wild escapade that we had. Um, So I later on found out that I was the first American girl that she had messed with. And she was telling me that, you know, she was black, even though she was French, she was black. And she was telling me that, you know, she always wanted to mess with an American black girl. And I was not mad at that. And I was very, very happy to be her selected choice because, oh my God, this girl was just driving me crazy, you know. And even after she had got back from spring break, you know, she just kept coming over to my apartment. And, you know, we were still having sex. We were just messing with each other. We were just having really, really, really good nights. And, oh my gosh, she could give head so well oh my god every time she went down on me it was just nothing but uh, it was just nothing but amazement this girl like she she knew how to fuck and she meant business when it came to me (laughs) now i'm not gonna say that she was the first girl that i had messed with in la since my breakup but i can't but say that she definitely did take the cake for the best since i had been out there and and i think I had only been out there for about a year at the time and single for about mm, five months, I want to say. But, you know, the way she worked herself was just so sexy. Everything about her, it just screamed sex. She was just, she was so passionate. She was so affectionate. She loved to kiss. She loved to touch. She loved to be laid up. You know, we would go out and... um. We would go out on a couple dates and, you know, there would be times where, you know, she didn't wear any panties. And there would be times where I would go out and I would, you know, I would go out with her. I had panties on. And sometimes she would go under the table. Like, you know, if we had a bar, if we had a restaurant, she would go under the table and she would check to see if I have panties. And, you know, the first time she was just like, why do you have panties on? And I'm just like, I don't know. She's like, well, take them off. And then she was just like, I don't have any look. And she would, you know, as go so far in public with me, you know, she would just put my hands under her dress, make me feel her. I would just feel on her in the restaurants. Oh, my God. This girl was just so fucking freaky. And let me tell you something. I was keeping up, but I was still amazed. <laughs> I was still very much amazed. And. She would just be like, come on, let's go to the bathroom. You know, we'd go in the bathroom and we'll just be getting it in. And after we'll be going out, we'll be in my car. And, you know, we'll just go to, you know, we'll drive to like scenic areas. There's so many scenic areas in LA where you can just like park and, you know, we're just fogging up the car windows, you know, getting it in the backseat of my car. I can definitely say that I had a really, I had a lust for her if you will. I had a a huge lust for her. She just was so sexy in every way. And I'm not going to say her name. I'm not going to really mention anybody's names in this podcast because I want every story to be as discreet as possible. 
But not that I would think that anybody would know her because after the spring semester, she winded up moving back to France, actually. But um, she recently had found me on Facebook and, oops, and she had contacted me. And we still keep in touch to this day. But as far as, you know, one of my dalliances, I could definitely say that that was top five in my hookups. I just, I'm, I'm, even right now, I'm just lost for words to just messing with this girl because she, she drove me crazy. I didn't really let her know so much of how crazy she drove me, but she was a little older than me. I was 23 at the time, and I want to say that she was 29. So, of course, she was more dominant, you know, in a, in a way, you know, I definitely held my own because I do pride myself on being a very dominant woman. But when it was time for her to take control, she knew what she was doing. And we had such a connection. Even when we were in class, it was kind of like she never did too much. You know, she never did too little either. And just to this day, I, like sometimes I just, I'm just chilling or maybe I'm even playing with myself and I think about her. So shout out to her. <laughs> shout out to her sexy French ass. Cause it was several nights with her where it was just like, we would just get so drunk and hook up and we'll just have some of the wildest nights ever. I'm kind of mad we didn't go farther than those four months, but those was definitely that was definitely one of the best four months I could ever say. I'm gonna stop saying it, but yeah, that's basically you know one of the dalliances that I, I had got into in LA. Um, it's definitely more to come, more to talk about, um, more raunchiness and kinkiness to get into. But for now, I'm going to just leave y'all with that story. And hopefully y'all want to, you know, continue to tune in with me. So I'm hoping that little teaser, you know, made y'all want to stick around for a few more episodes. <laughs> but that's all, I, that's all I really got for y'all right now. Um, but I really want to thank everybody for tuning in and supporting this podcast. Thank you to everybody that shared you know, reposted, supported it in any type of way. I am truly grateful. Um, I plan on putting a lot of work into this project and making it very successful. So, you know, I'm really, really grateful for each and every one of you guys for tuning in. You know, let me know what you guys think. Give me feedback. You know, send me an email. Everything will be in my bio. There will be a link on my Instagram which is behavior underscore underscore, you know, and even on here, you know, send me a voice message. Let me know what you guys think. I definitely want to hear you guys' feedback. If you want it longer, if you want it short, you know, you want me to kind of get to the point. I'm definitely, definitely, definitely take into consideration of what you guys think because it's definitely the positive constructive criticism that's going to help me in the long run. Um, but yes, I definitely plan on having a good time and connecting with you guys. So again, thank you so much. Um, so I just want to leave you guys with my outro, obviously, which is to make sure that y'all are practicing safe sex. And no means a fuck no. Love and night.